Welcome to the Mentium Matters podcast, where we talk about leadership, life, and the transformative power of mentoring. This is Solvay Brown, and I am excited to have Jane Hagen as my guest today. Jane and I are going to discuss how to set goals that are aligned with your core values and life purpose. Jane is the founder of Hagen Business and Management Consulting Group, which brings the best independent business solution thinkers together to help companies, leaders, and teams transition through complex change and create work environments that truly work. Jane is passionate about mentoring and has been mentoring with Mentium for over 20 years. She is also launching a podcast for mentors called Mentors by Design. Jane is a trained ICF and purpose coach, received her MBA from Georgia State University, and has completed the leadership and management development program at Harvard Business School. Welcome, Jane. I am so glad to have you as a guest today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, And I'm so delighted to have a conversation with you again. This is wonderful. I agree. Jane, Mentium has just launched a cohort of new mentees, and many of them are working on setting goals for their mentoring partnerships this year. You have talked about the importance of aligning your goals with your core values. Can you explain why this is such an important part of goal setting? Well, it does start with goals, and sometimes we don't think about that because we're in such a rush to get things done. But goals are important for a variety of reasons. And let me talk a little bit about just the goal itself. When you're in a business, if you're working with a company, you have career goals. And those are set up for you to learn a skill, a task that aligns with what the company needs. Uh, It has its values. And those are important things for us to all do and understand. Because as we grow in our business, we grow with skills and understanding. The other part of that, though, is our personal goals. And we rarely think about our personal goals in conjunction with our career goals. So if we look at what it takes to um, execute a goal, uh, a lot of us will be familiar with this scenario. You've got your goals, you get running, and all of a sudden you hit roadblocks. Things are hard to to get done. You know, it's just like you you may have judgment coming up in your head. A lot of us do. Things aren't working the way you thought they would. It's interfering maybe with your work, your home life, not just your work life. Uh, A lot of things happen that can become barriers if you're looking just at your career goals. So what I'm an advocate of is start with your career goals, but use your personal goals as a lens to view those career goals. And what are your personal goals? Personal goals are commitments to your family, your health, maybe to your community, to learning. There's so many things that you do as a person that are important to you that can be derailed once you've made this commitment to this career goal. It's looking at your career goals in balance with what's important to you, your personal goals. So if family is important to you and learning is important to you, and you discover in this career goal, you're going to have to take a course that's going to require 10 hours a week of, of study time and work, and you're going to have to be on Zooms on Saturdays, and you find out that's not only going to interfere with your time, but what about that commitment to your kids, you know, 
soccer games? What about that family outing you promised you would have and go visit your relatives? What about that new health routine you started? This is going to interfere with that. So a lot of things have to be in balance. So you have to look at your career goals through that lens of your personal goals. And when you do that, you find a better meeting place, a, a more a place of better balance because your personal goals align with your values. Your career goals align with the company's values. There is an intersection. You have to have them both in place. Right. That's a really good point of, of creating that intersection of creating balance and not having so much interference where your career goals may not ma match with your life goals. Mm -hmm. So how can someone get clarity on their core values and life purpose? You know, if this is new to you, you may be just kind of focused on career goals and right. you may not think about how do these align with the deeper things that are deeper to me. Right. And, and starting off with career goals is a great place. You're learning a skill set. Absolutely. It becomes more important as you gain more experience and knowledge. But if, if goals are all about achievement, something we're going to achieve, a corporate achievement, and then we have the personal lens, which is why you want to achieve this, then values is, are your foundational pillars. So values help you to make purposeful, more conscious choices. Think about the lens. Um, and in, in a business, now you're going to have values that are the business values. And a lot of us gravitate to them. Trust, honesty, integrity. You know, these are all wonderful Uber values. When it comes to you, what does that mean? So it may be a little bit different. Like a core value to me is friendship. It kind of sounds like why friendship is a core value. What does that mean? Well, it's the ability to be myself, to be in environments where I can express my feelings to others. It's being able to make mistakes without having fear of judgment. So when I look in environments and work that I do, I really look for, is this an environment where I feel I can be myself, that I can contribute, that this is an open environment for me? So one of my screens is friendship. So, and there, you have about four or five of these screens, but you do need to go a little bit further than what is written down, you know, in the company's values. That's great. Honesty is wonderful, but what is that to me? Mm -hmm. and, and honesty to you may be sincerity of communications. Okay, I'm in a place where there's sincere, authentic communications. That's a value. So you really have to take a little bit of a deep dive into what are your values, and if you get, so you've got achievement, you know what you're going to do and why, you've got your pillars, these are the things you make choices with, your values, you make choices with values, then that moves you into purpose, which is your intentional conscious actions. So they all connect, they all work together. Right. And I liked how in our pre-podcast meeting, you talked about how if you have this intersection of all three connecting, you are less likely to get burned out because everything is supporting each other and you've got kind of that balance of those three pillars. Oh, it's true. It's true because now you have a way to negotiate. You have a way to set boundaries about what's important. When you can negotiate, you know, something that is going to interfere with your personal values, 
you, you know, you have, wait a minute, I can't do that. That's something I cannot live with. I can live with this. I can do this other thing, but this that you're asking me to do here, I cannot do. And you have to have that flexibility. Well, where is the place you can be and you can move forward with a conscious intention? So get to that conscious intention. You're really looking at what's in balance and what's not. Right. So Jane, in your consulting and coaching practice, you've worked with many leaders who are, you know, working on performance goals, which requires a change in behavior and skill set. And you kind of mentioned this earlier. Could you do like a deeper dive on, you know, some of the best practices and tips for aligning your work performance goals, you know, getting a new skill set and having that align with your core values? So we get into performance goals where we are getting into more tactical. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a performance goal is your commitment to change. You've made a commitment to make a change, a change by learning something new. And this is going to change your perspective and often changes your beliefs. So performance goals, you know, are aligned with your core values because you are learning, you are growing, you're expanding exponentially. Skill set gets down to not necessarily, well, not necessarily change a behavior or anything like that, but it's tools. Skill sets are tools. So think about it as a toolbox, you know, and you've got a hammer in your toolbox. Uh, and think about children for a moment. When, you, when you've seen children playing with their toys and they most inevitably everybody gets a little hammer toy and it's this big old hammer <laughs> and they're banging on the little the blocks. We all have that big hammer in our toolbox. As we gain knowledge, as we gain information, we don't necessarily need that big hammer anymore. Our our skills, our motor skills, our thinking skills are more refined. We can put the hammer down, maybe a smaller hammer. But when we're looking at performance goals and skill sets together, what we're doing is we're learning how to load our toolbox. Maybe a wrench should be in there. Maybe there should be a screwdriver in there. Maybe there's a needle nose pliers that's in there. Maybe there's sticky things to hang stuff on walls in there. What are those tools that we can pull out to apply to the appropriate situation? So that's where performance goals and skill set come together for me. Refining your tools, how you use them, and what results you get. And that in turn refines your behaviors and your thinking and your choices. So technically all five of these things come together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then being able to identify what are the new skills or what are the new tools that I need? And then what's the best way to start developing those and getting those? Yeah. That is great. You have a Jane Hagen original quote on your LinkedIn page, which I love. You say, it's not necessarily change we resist. It's the uncertainty of choosing the best path. Oh, I love that. This seems like the final piece of the puzzle in terms of our discussion on goals and values. Can you offer any advice on how to deal with the uncertainty of choosing the best path? It's it's something that you know in, internally and in, innately that when you're going down the path of growing yourself in your business, you're going to come to crossroads. And there's a lot of things that happen at crossroads, but you stop at that crossroad 
when you're uncertain where to go. So when we're not certain where to go, then it's very difficult to make a choice. It's at the crossroads, that's where we need to begin gathering information. Information maybe about a refinement to our values, information about new tools. Uh, it could be analytical data that we need. What information do we need to kind of look at this path to see if this is the best path we want to go down? Because usually what you're at this point, there's multiple paths. There's multiple opportunities, there's multiple potentials. But we hesitate because we don't have enough information to confidently move forward into a path. Right. Yeah. So gather the information. And then sometimes does it just take a leap of faith? Or what have you found in your personal experience when you've gathered all this information and you still aren't quite sure what's the best way to go? How, how do you approach that? It is a leap of faith sometimes because you are in indecision and you may have too much judgment or criticism going on to help you kind of relax and, and see a little better. Here's the thing. You can start down any path. And if it's not the right one, you can turn around and go back. Right. And, and, yeah. and we, we forget we, we aren't stuck there. Mm -hmm. You know, or we can cross over to another path. Yeah. We, we somehow or other we, and, and I do it myself, but it, there's that path and that's where we're going to go down. And we forget that paths aren't straight. Sometimes they, they go in a circle. <laughs> right. I love that. And that you can try something and if it's not working, you can refine it. As you said, skip paths, turn around, make a different decision, but just start, just start on that path. Right. That is great. Jane, you are a seasoned mentor and you're starting your own podcast series for <laughs> mentors. I love that. And in our pre-podcast meeting, mm -hmm. you talked about the lifelong journey of moving back and forth between being a mentee and a mentor. Can you expand on what this process looks like throughout someone's career? It's all about learning. We learn things, we acquire things. Now we want to apply that learning into this next thing in front of us, but we've not been there before. So you look for, you know, mentors who have been in this situation. Uh, you, you reach out and ask them about things. You may ask them to be your mentor. You learn from a mentor. You, you have to have your goals <laughs> and your mentor helps you now basically bring those goals to life. So you're constantly being a mentee, learning something, looking for advice, looking for guidance from a mentor to help you navigate, you accomplish your navigation, and then you become a mentor to someone else who is now perhaps going down a path similar to yours. And it's just a constant learning cycle, learning the wisdom from others. Matter of fact, I, I believe... Uh, in the, the Mentium book that was put out, you're you know, looking for potentials, you actually grow with the hindsight of your mentor. It becomes your foresight. And yes. it was so, such a powerful statement. I always keep this one. This is one of those I keep around with me. Mm -hmm. 
And as soon as you gain something, you can give hindsight to someone else. So that becomes their foresight. So it is just this continual cycle of learning, of sharing knowledge. Even if you want to, you can even say legacy because your knowledge is your legacy. Your experiences are your legacy and sharing that out, you'll learn more even from that perspective. So, and it changes. I mean, what you needed from a mentor when you're in your 20s is different from your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. It, it's very, very different. And your mentors change throughout those cycles. But you're always learning and growing, and you always need a mentor at some point in time to help you grow. And then you can turn around and help someone else grow. Yeah, I love that. I love like the ebb and flow of, of helping someone else, getting the help you need. And just, it's a big circle that, and I, I love that your hindsight can become someone else's foresight. Jane, thank you so much for being our guest today. I especially appreciated you walking us through how to align our goals with our core values and life purpose. I think it adds such depth to the goal setting process and especially figuring out career goals. Um, I also like the reminder to take some time to get clear on what your values are, what your purpose is, what you are here to do and how work can be a vehicle for that purpose. Jane and I are going to continue our conversation in the next episode. We are going to talk about some of the most pressing issues affecting company cultures and do a deep dive on specific ways that leaders can create work environments that truly work. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Mentium Matters podcast. I look forward to having you back next time.